You know, Bumgarner tells a story which, in a sense, reminds you of what it takes to be a big league ball player. It's two years ago in spring training, and he and his wife were roping cattle, which is what they do. One one pit, sinker low, ball two, two and one, and they were startled by a large snake. And Madison thought it was a rattlesnake, so he grabbed an axe and he hacked the snake to pieces. But there's something more to the story. Two one pitch, low ball three, three and one. When his wife Allie and an expert field dresser examined what was left of the snake, she found two baby jackrabbits inside pieces of the snake and extracted them. 3-1 pitch to Turner way inside ball four and after she extracted them a short while later the Bumgarners noticed that one of the rabbits had moved slightly it was alive well his wife brought the rabbit back to their apartment for the next few days they kept it warm bottle nursed it and the rabbit soon was healthy enough that they released it into the wild and Madison said just think about how tough that rabbit was. First it gets eaten by a snake, then the snake gets chopped to pieces, then it gets picked up by people and lives. It's all true. Meanwhile, line drive base hit to center by Hendricks, and the Dodgers are in business, first and second and nobody out. So I guess really the morale to the whole story about the rabbit and the snake, you've got to somehow survive, you've got to somehow battle back. A lesson well taught for all of us. The whistles go woo! It, it's time for Dodger baseball. It, it's time for Dodger baseball. All right. Week 44. Chris and George in the morning. I'm Chris, everybody. Good morning, everyone. I am George. George helping me out like a good teammate. We Tell me which back. week it was. 44. That's right. We are back, guys. We took a little bit of a baby break. It's been, it's been a busy summer. But we are surviving and battling back, just like Mr. Scully said. Yep. Um, we're back in biz. With so, some friends so, here. so much going on this summer. Uh, we're doing this at night. This, it's a Monday night right now. This is for listening to in the morning when you're on your way to work, of course. But we are recording it at nine o'clock at night on a different day than we usually do. Yeah, changes coming to the show. Big changes, which we're going to tell you about uh, throughout the course of the show today. Fucking a. That is right. That is right. Uh, today we are joined by our big friend, Big Stephen Tom. And I just say big because it's, you call yourself Big Stephen. <laughs> he calls himself Big Steffy T. He doesn't yeah. call himself Big Stephen Tom. Yeah, big Stephen Tom. It sounds too full. It's too full of a thing really to say. Cool, yeah. And Kristen Palmer is here with us. She'll be with us a lot more. The wickedly talented. Are you ever going to remember my married name? Oh, <laughs> my God. I even call you KP in my head. That's all right. Me too. I was at your wedding. I remember when they formally announced that your name was changed, but I just... Did they formally announce they, that her know. name was changed? <laughs> they, they now was a and now your name is changed. And now you are Kristen Knox. You belong to your husband. And it's Kristen Miles Palmer Knox, right? Yeah. So it's still in there. Yeah. To get it down to... Jeremy's here today. <laughs> What's up? 
And I, I just realized this is the first time I've seen Stefan not hungover. Yeah. That's why I didn't recognize oh. you when you came in. Oh, yeah. Your hair is shorter. That's the benefit of Wait, doing it at even, night. Is Your that even true? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not hungover. You're a different person. Hungover. Really, really cool. <laughs> weird. I, I think also, just for the record, I think also that has to do with the haircut and a beard trimming that I just had recently. But looking sharp. Thank exactly. You. Thank you. Thank Jeremy you. thought like that it. we got a new couch, which yep. the couch looks really old and shitty. So I guess you thought no. we bought an old couch. No. I don't. Yeah, it's been so long. I thought I remembered it. I had a new memory in my head of this place, and it didn't have an L couch. Oh, so, and uh, Mike, Memories. producer, is with us today. Uh, Alex Whittington. Justin, I didn't get your last name, actually. Tyler Riggers oh, Tyler, in the house. Tyler Riggers. It's a scary Tyler last name. Riggers. And, uh, of course, Matt uh, Cortez, the man of the hour, because, ladies and gentlemen, we, we are losing, <laughs> we're uh, losing uh, Matt. The top, we're losing a, uh, one of the most influential broadcasters of our day. Of course, talking about Matt Cortez. Vin Scully? Oh. Yeah, no, not Vin Scully. Um, we are losing Vin Scully as well. Uh, but Matt uh, cannot make the move to Monday nights with us. And so this will be his final episode. Maybe he'll come back for one maybe once in a while. Guest spot here or there. Guest spot here or there. Uh, But he can't make the commitment to coming up on Monday nights. When asked if if he could come up every Monday night, he said it would be, quote, nightmarish. (laughs) He he said said he he would would grow to resent it. He would grow to resent it. And us. I like doing the show, but to come up on a Monday night to drive from Orange County to here would be... Uh, yes, nightmarish. Yeah, to, play, to play an hour of fart noises over us talking about super people, yeah, it would be good. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, but see, we're trying to grow the show. That's why we want to do it every week, which, unfortunately, we haven't been able to do it every week because we were limited to doing it only on Sundays. Uh, and George, unfortunately, has a lot of shit going on. Let's I, go through some of it, George. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Where, where'd you go this summer, buddy? I did a, I did a little... Uh, a little getawaying, huh? So uh, Chris made me write down a list of all the places that I <laughs> that I was gone and couldn't do the show this year. <laughs> Starting in May, we had Guadalajara. Uh, we and then we had uh, in June Father's Day. Okay. Got to see Pappy for that one. Uh-huh. We had our friend Josh Keeler's uh, birthday in Palm Springs, which Chris was also there for. Yep. But we we uh, could have done the show out there. We right? tried to do the show out there, but we forgot the SD card or something. Moving like on that. to July, I couldn't do it because of a. Uh, a bachelor party at the Kern River, my cousin Nick's bachelor party. Um, a week ahead of that, uh, I, it was my Granny Cortez's 75th uh, birthday party. It was a big Hawaiian blowout. It was a great time. In Hawaii? Don't regret go- No, no, Hawaiian shirts uh, only. Uh, then I went deep sea fishing, which wasn't a conflict. That was on a Wednesday. Um, I did... Um, I did accidentally get a text from Matt on the 30th of July that we couldn't... Uh, oh, yeah, no, we need to clarify this really quick. Because George and I actually had some real heated arguments not on the air about the show and who was to blame for the quality of the show going down, for the frequency of the show going down. And George <laughs> really went after me pretty hard, I thought. And I was like, well, I thought it was more like a thing because we weren't doing it regularly. And then, come to find out, George texted Matt saying, can you do the show this weekend? Matt said, yes, I can. And George read it as, no, I can't yeah, for some reason. I, I guess so one week there was no show just because George could not read a text. I had my Sunday blocked off. Like I had nothing. Yeah. I canceled any plans I might have had right. to come up and do the show. And George is like, I texted him the morning up and he said, no, no show. I thought you said you couldn't do it. Moving on to August, there was a tux fitting. <laughs> 
I had to go to. <laughs> you missed because of a tux fitting? You I didn't even tell me that. <laughs> I, had, I had to go. And Jesus it was uh, my cousin Andy's going away. Then I, then after that, it was uh, I was, I'm the best, best man and had to throw this Vegas bachelor party. All right, that one makes sense. Then it was not on Papa McCloskey's 75th anniversary over in uh, San Clemente. Uh, Then there was the Orange Street Fair. And then there was Lake Tahoe uh, two weeks ago. And then this past weekend was my cousin Nick and his uh, lovely wife Jordan's wedding. Was there Uh, not one weekend where you couldn't do it because Devin's mom had to meet your mom? Uh, and go to a Hollywood Bowl concert. That might have been the um, I don't the con- the one that uh, we could have done, but I, I fudged. Oh. Uh, and then next week I'm going to Las Vegas for the Bad Boy Reunion tour with Stefan. Stefan will be there too. Uh, but then after that, I promise, I promise, I will, I will not go anywhere uh, for the weekend. Oh shoot! No, my grandma. Grandma's 80th birthday is coming up. Well, that's why we're not doing it on the weekends anymore. Okay. So it all makes sense now. Sorry, Matt. Say yes to things, you know. I hate missing out. But you know, we did everything we can to get Matt to move up here into the apartment. We did. I did everything I could to accommodate Sundays, uh, but unfortunately, lack of commitment from George ruined (laughs) the show. you You have way too much fun. Yeah, you, you've, you've been like, he's been doing so much shit. Yeah, I I just say yes to things. I don't ever. The only thing that it was my doing was the Vegas bachelor party. Actually, it wasn't even my idea. I just had to, you know, make the groom happy. You say yes to everything, man. but to the show. Exactly. I don't want to come in. Uh, in uh, gotta gotta be a what do you call it? A marionette. You know, help Chris get through the show. A marionette. A marionette. My puppet. I mean. Puppet master. Oh shit! Hold on a second. I think we have. Yes, we do. We have a special uh, caller right now coming on the line. Oh god. Uh, hello. Oh, hello? sorry, not you guys. <laughs> not you guys quite yet. <laughs> Still a little early. The callers got confused there for a minute. Uh, on the line right now to say uh, goodbye to oh, wow. one of our. To the uh, backbone of the show, uh, Matt Cortez is Andrew Muth. Andrew, you're you're on with uh, the crew. <laughs> oh, hey, crew. Uh, I hear this is your last show. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Andrew, can, uh, you, can, you, Andrew can, you, can you speak you've to? Just, you've just already come to terms with that. I thought like uh, it was supposed to be like your last show without Matt, but. Oh no! Oh no! No no! It's our last show without Matt. Yeah. We already explained it to the audience, so I used the shorthand. You're, like, jumping in in the middle right now. Andrew has not been Got on the it. show in, Got like, it. since he moved away, our, our former producer, Andrew Muth, here, has been uh, gone for about a year. Andrew, I have one question. Uh, how yes. how much will his life improve after leaving the show? Uh, you can probably speak to that. Um, I mean, look, I'm not mad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I've your anger issues? Uh, I've been mad. I think... I think- but I don't know what I don't, I don't know what Matt I don't know what Matt's issues were. Matt like Matt was just like the chill dude. The he, rest of us had issues. He was the, he was a closeted uh, angry man. He had resent that he was building up over time for having to drive up That's here for forty four weeks. Matt, I did the math. It was roughly uh, three to four thousand miles that you've driven wow. uh, for the show. Okay, I like doing the show. George, that pretty good math. <laughs> <laughs> three to four thousand miles. <laughs> The show is fun to do. Getting here. Nailed it! Nailed it down right there. 
Roughly, Andrew. <laughs> roughly. I'm doing uh, Trump-style <laughs> statistics. <laughs> roughly, uh, people believe it's 4,000, but they might be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> it might be seven. It might be seven. <laughs> hey, uh, Andrew, what time is it in New York? <laughs> it's Jeremy. It's late. I called because I couldn't wait any longer. It's, it's bedtime. It's, it's bedtime. It's <laughs> time for Bonzo. Are you mad gotta, that we're I keeping gotta, you up, man? Go. Are you mad that we're keeping yeah, you up? Yeah, I am. I, yeah, you're half hour late. You guys said you were going to go. Oh, I, I expected I you to be man. running a few minutes late, but like it's half an hour, dude. I had to work. I got a fucking. I got this job now. I drive for like two and a half hours in the morning in traffic. It's terrible. This the office is like the office is seventeen. The office is seventeen miles from my house. It takes me two and a half hours to get to work. Jesus Christ, dude. that's worse than L.A. Way worse. I know, dude. It's putting L.A. to shame. That's roughly fourteen miles a day, Andrew. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Well, thanks for your beautiful tribute to Matt Cortez. <laughs> we really All right, man. I'm happy to be as eloquent as always. Have a good rest of the show. Uh, Matt, I know I'm never going to hear your voice, but uh, adios. <laughs> adios. All right. I'm honored, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. See bye. you guys. Have a good show. See you, man. That was nice of him to call. That was very yeah, nice. His first call since he left. I forgot that guy existed. It's like he's not really the juice anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there's a few more things I want to talk about here real quick. I do want to get to some callers. So I'm going to go ahead and... Some more callers. Uh, more callers other than Andrew. Uh, so real quick, I just want to talk about this um, protest guy. Or sorry, this... Um, uh, fight that went down at the Seahawks game. Not a protest guy. Complete. He was protesting uh, being civil. <laughs> he, uh, basically, there was a fight that went down at the uh, Rams-Seahawks game. Yeah, another thing that happened while we were gone. An L.A. team played their first game right in our own backyard. And Josh Keeler had to take on it and left us a voicemail. But there's this man screaming. He sounds... I, I don't know. I'll let you hear it for yourself. Is that the guy that was in the fight? No, he was a guy protecting a little boy. He wasn't that little of a boy. He was like 14. I think this is my, I think the little boy, if you check it, the video, might be the um, apparently kid. I don't know. It was a bit of an overreaction. Uh, he seemed very frightened as if there was like a terrorist attack going on or something like that. If you go to a football game, I know L.A. folks are pretty new to it, but, you know, these things happen at football games. You got to be chill when little war breaks out in your aisle. Just take a step back. Uh, Don't scream like a little bitch. <laughs> and push your kid push your into the fight. Down Basically. some stairs. Yeah. Which, if you watch the video, is pretty much what happens. We'll um, post it up on our site for you guys. Okay, good, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So here was Keeler's take on it, and after this, we'll go out to some callers. What's happening, boys? It's Keeler calling in. Sorry I can't be there tonight. Matt, I'm sorry to hear that you're leaving us, bud. Uh, but it's cool that we got the show going on. I just want to briefly get to one of my favorite clips. This just happened two weeks ago, or a week ago. The Seahawks Rams guy, Rams fan, who takes his... Uh, like 10-year-old son out to a football game and freaks the fuck out in front of just a little shoving match that's going on above him. First off, you've got these three idiots that are just at the top of the stairs that get into a shouting match. 
This poor woman's trying to squeeze by. See, the thing about this whole situation is the woman is the one that I feel bad about because she gets caught in the middle of this shit. So she's squeezing by at the back of these guys that just start to kind of like I did push ask for each a other. Quick, a she quick gets knocked down onto the 10-year-old dude and from, from right from the jump, right from the get-go. The old, the older man, I think he's like in his 50s or 60s, which first off, he looks a little too old to be this dude's dad anyway, so he might be that his grandfather, true. but I don't know. He's a very old he's dad. He just there and starts yelping, help, 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 freaking the fuck out. Like, I've never seen anything like this. I've played it over and over and over again because it, it, it's like it's like a terrorist JFK's attack. It's like something, something happened that, that is more than just some woman sitting on this dude's son. Like, that's clearly what happened. He just sits, or she just sits right on this dude's son. He gets up, he pushes her. He's like, no, 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 get off, get off, get off. Oh, off. He's caught in the middle of this bullshit that's going on. Somehow they find themselves out of their seats. They're on the stairs. I don't even know it's how fucking they, like, Josh's take? What are you fucking narrating the whole, the whole story? Dad, it's like six seconds long. The clip is 15 seconds. Here's what I'll say also. Josh speaks like that always so he's just never listening to us he's just always recording something out loud <laughs> like that's how we would, if we were trying to interrupt him he would just keep steaming along and that's same exact <laughs> alright well there's a lot going on right now and I know the callers are like dying to weigh in on stuff I'm not gonna finish it no know I know there's another ends. minute left well, no then he starts getting into what if this is what LA football is oh, uh, so he, relates it he to starts the hating on Los Angeles so we don't need to get Kristen, what would you do if a fight broke out in your in your aisle Scream for help, obviously. Like a little like Even that. if it didn't involve you. <laughs> Jeremy, have you ever been in a, in a fight at a, at a sporting event? I've seen a lot. I went to an A's game and there was like five fights. It was fun. <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to do? Watching it was fun? Yeah, because yeah, I mean, an A's like game like, could be super boring, right? So there's oh, fights yeah. going on. You're just like, what's going on? I did see one person get kicked in the face and that was kind of like, oh, wait, we should oh, chill out. Real. Right, right, right. No yeah. kicking. No kicking. I think it would be maybe fair or safe to just give the fans uh, boxing gloves and headgear. Just let them go crazy and everyone yeah. will be fine. Or like put all the fighters in a fighting section. Yeah, a little fighting section, that's right. All right. The boards are lit up here, so I'm going to go ahead and go out to a caller somewhere in America. Hello, you're on with Chris and George in the morning. Hello, how is everyone doing? Oh, well, we're, we're Hi, great. Good afternoon. How are you doing today? <laughs> you're in a great mood. I'm good. Anywho. Yeah, why are you in such a great mood? Is it because Matt is leaving us? It's sort of a, Why would you assume that, George? There's somber, many reasons to be in a great I, mood. I'm wondering why this show has had such a somber tone with the their great partner Matt leaving us. To be perfectly honest, so I'm in a great mood because I've uh, had this thing on mute for the last eight minutes. Just been uh, making a burrito in the kitchen. <laughs> Very nice. Got a nice burrito cooking. Didn't think I'd hear from you guys. I mean, you called us. Yeah, yeah. That I did. That I did. Who is this? <laughs> Who's this? This is Chris and George in the Morning, a very popular morning radio podcast. My name is Dale McClintock. I'm known for doing the worst improv scenes in the world. <laughs> Wait, Dale McClintock? I would have guessed it would be somebody else. Who would you have guessed it was? George Sam Bland? George Hortense. <laughs> 
So, okay, so you're no, I didn't know that people were actually known for being bad improvisers. I always tell people do bad improv because people just forget about you. That's what I'm primarily known for. I'm also an accountant. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Should we do some improv with this? Yeah, is this bad improv? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Let's do some improv with them. Some would say that I called into the station, made myself a burrito, waited for eight and a half minutes, and then thought, I got nothing, but I gotta go on. (laughs) Some people would think that. All right, well, let's do a scene. The suggestion is donut. No! It's no, is that good? that's his no, yeah, that's his opening really line. No, yeah, but, yeah, I know. That's good. No, that's not my donut. Oh. Oh, um, sorry, I thought you dropped it. Oh, did I? Yeah, man. <laughs> Wait, whose is it? I thought I saw you drop a donut. Oh, that's my donut. Sorry, I left it there. Whoops. All right, you were right. Here's you a banana do- peel. You dropped the donut. Mark, you are always so clumsy. I'm so clumsy. <laughs> nice. All right. He agreed. That was That's not, not bad. bad. That's pretty good, man. Don't be so hard on yourself. Folks, call in the show if you need some improv tips. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling in, man. Um, I don't think you're as bad as improv as you think you are. Oh, poppycock. <laughs> that got a wow. good laugh from Stefan. Okay. He's not that bad. Just he just he improved. Said, I thought he said puppycock. <laughs> Toodly do, baby blue. <laughs> said poppycock. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. he said I take cock. back my laugh. Oh. I take back my laugh. You can't take back your laugh, Stefan. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Uh, thanks for calling in. We're going to go out to another caller here. You are on with Chris and George. Hello. Uh, hello, uh, George. Hey, how's it going? This is, this is your grandmother. Granny Cortez. <laughs> Which one? How are you doing, Granny Cortez? It's so nice to hear. Uh, this is my dad's mother, Estela Cortez. Oh. Estela, I'm try- I was just calling to remind you it's my 80th birthday coming up. Oh, this is my other granny. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Uh, this is my grandma, Bola, whose birthday is coming up. Yes, in like We're both here, actually. Oh, great. There's two grannies hanging out together. Melts my heart when I see you guys hanging out. Is something wrong with that? Is something wrong with two grannies hanging out together? Nothing nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. How how are you doing? Playing bridge. (laughs) Playing bridge. Yeah. We wanted to say you said you'd come by for the birthday celebration for the last four months now. I'm getting tired of the excuses. Guadalajara. Healers B-Day in Palm Springs, <laughs> Bachelor Party, Kern River, Granny's 70th birthday party. But wait, it's, fishing. <laughs> it's a birthday party, so he's just supposed to show up Best on the birthday, man right? Bachelor Party. My grandma has a great 75th memory. anniversary, Tahoe, Nick and Jordan's <laughs> wedding. Vegas bad boy reunion coming up. Wow. Meanwhile, I turned 80 four and a half months ago. Oh. No and grandma, I turned you t- 80... Coming up. <laughs> you turn you turn eighty. Uh, you turn I, eighty in a few weeks. We I know have all dates set. Oh, you think? Are you think that uh, your birthday was four months I ago? No, it's in a, There she is. is. Someone else on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Granny. Uh, okay, I'll be the there. Grannies. George is a, tra- is a traveling fool. 
He needs to stop. Oh. He needs to settle down. <laughs> Just tone it down. Get his eye on the prize. George, when are you going to make me some great-grandchildren? Oh, oh there is. Oh, it was about time to get to that. You, you know what? My my grandma refers to my girlfriend <laughs> as my wife because she lives with me. Your as wife, a way Debbie. to get get it going, if so to speak. Yeah. Uh, wow. Granny, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> she writes you letters that say... Wait, was that letter from your mom that said Mr. and Mrs. Yes. Cortez? My mom also sends us letters, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Cortez. Fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> it's how, does, like a, how does Devin feel about that? It's like a that? jab. She, well, we both think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she does. I mean, yeah. we both have a laugh, but then it's kind of like... <laughs> your girlfriend thinks it's hilarious that you won't marry her? I will. Someday not. Oh, you heard it here first, folks. Oh, God. <laughs> Marriage coming up for yeah, we live Mr. and Mrs. For, for George sakes. Cortez. I guess you'll marry her after Guadalajara, Keeler's B-Day in Palm Springs, bachelor party on the Kern River, Granny Carter's 70th birthday party. All right, Grandma. Okay. She's really listening. Tuck spitting. We got to go. Bye. Bye, honey. Bye, grannies. Not how I remember your grandma sounding from previous clips, but um, lovely of her to call in. Oh, you hear those wedding uh, bells are ringing, George. Are those wedding what, bells? Is that what that is? That's a wedding song. Uh, uh, Jeremy, is that what you meant when George needs to keep his eye on the prize? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got another caller on the line, I believe. <laughs> uh, we're going to go out right now. You're on with Chris and George. Hello. Uh, uh, hello. Hey there. Hi. Um, uh, I'm, 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 I'm the jackrabbit that uh, Vince Coley was talking about earlier. Oh, oh, that's yeah. right. Well, yeah, that's an amazing story. You thought you were probably eaten it's by a snake, but uh, you were freed by Madison Bumgarner and his wife. Yeah, Mrs. Bumgarner cut, cut me out of the snake. Um, yeah. A talking jackrabbit. Yep. Wow. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually in another snake. Oh, Why do you keep getting in snakes? I got, I got, I got eaten again. Oh. Shitty. Um. <laughs> are you just, are you just a slow jackrabbit? I'm a slow jackrabbit. Okay. What happened to the friend, by the way? Wasn't there two of them? There was two uh, jackrabbits in the original story. That's my brother. Only, only one got out. Yeah, he's, uh, Sorry. passed away. Did you kill him? No, no, he got eaten by a snake, too, but... Mrs. Bumgarner stabbed him in the heart when she was cutting us out. Yeah. Oh. Wow. On accident. On accident. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's an incredible story. Yeah, I, I, it sounded fake. Sounded fake? Well, yeah. Did anybody ever fact check Vince's story? No, no. No one would dare. Are you calling one of the greatest broadcasters of all time uh, a liar? I mean, it's like a tall tale. He's sort of folksy in that way. Wow. Yeah, Baumgartner has even been compared to uh, what's his nuts with the big ox. Oh, Paul Bunyan. Paul I was Bunyan, just what I was yeah. thinking too. Has Baumgartner been compared? Yeah, he's, to he Paul had Bunyan a photo because of his tall tails. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and interesting. He's a big, huge guy who like does things like. Um, I know, I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm I'm being digested as we speak. I'm in another snake. <laughs> I'm in another snake. Did you bring an iPhone in there with you? It's a it's a it's a Samsung. <laughs> oh, Samsung yeah. uh, Galaxy Seven. I'm Water resistant. Yeah. Those things are really. Yeah. I, even new uh, stomach acid. Yeah. I guess snakes. How do snakes digest food? Swissy. They swallow it whole and then. And you're and you're you're calling us uh, as a cry for help or just to let us know that you're that you're at peace with going down or uh, what's going on? A cry 
might, I, was, I was wondering if you had Mr. Baumgartner's uh, uh, email address or his uh, cell phone number. I would say Spencer at Giants.com, but Spencer? I don't know for sure. Spencer. Madison. Spencer Baumgartner? Oh, Madison. Madison. Sorry, same shit. Madison at Giants.com. Spencer and Madison's like the same. Okay, name. I'm going to try that. It's hard to see in here on my, my phone screen. Okay. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I feel bad for that sign snake. Off. Yeah. For someone who was in mortal danger, he was really not that concerned. Well, he's used to it. Yeah, he's been in the position before, you know. It's like when you've been in a stressful situation. What is that? <laughs> Samsung oh, wow. battery Who knows what that was? Oh, That's right. been happening. All right, he's well, maybe he blew his way out of the He snake. could have easily blown himself to freedom. All right, well, I guess that'll be Saved by technology. Maybe we'll hear back from him later. Uh, can we go out to one more here? You're on with Chris and George. Yeah, hi. Hey, thanks for calling in. Hey, I'm just calling because somebody left their note on my car uh, with a phone number. This is Adam Driver, the actor. Wow, Adam Driver. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Hi. Hey, uh, I don't know who could have done that. Maybe uh, Andrew Muth? He's out in New York. Aren't you in New York? Yeah, well, there's a huge uh, fucking dent in the side of my car. I've been mad. Oh, shit. Oh, man. I've been mad. And they left our number. Yeah. I've been mad. I came out of Blue Bottle Coffee, and I saw my car, and there was a fucking note on it, kid, with your number. <laughs> okay, Adam Driver. <laughs> don't talk to me like you talk to Lena Dunham and girls. Hey, That's actually... <laughs> I, I have a bone to pick with you about, no. about girls, actually. Well, okay. Since you're calling in, I don't. We didn't do anything to your car, so you called the wrong, wrong number. But eight one eight two nine two five zero four five. By the way, folks, if you want to give me a call, nice plug, leave nice a plug. message we for the show. Do appreciate the celebrity calling. Um, you were such an asshole at the beginning of the show, and then your character just totally changed into a nice guy, seemingly arbitrarily. Nothing really ever happened that, like, was a moment where you became a nice guy. It was like, you would, like, degrade women, and, like, you made her, like, crawl around on the floor for you and stuff like that. Some and then all of a sudden, acts. you became really sweet. What the hell happened? <laughs> well, no. Well, what? You want me to defend myself? Because you, I can't come on your back? Oh my god. I don't know. Uh, maybe because I grew up and became an actor and suddenly was in a play in yeah, New York. Because Hannah started believing in you. Yeah, she started believing in me. And that was too much. So I had to say, get lost. Go to Iowa. Now, here's the thing that I wonder about you is you seem just identical to the guy that you're playing. Like, how much of that character Are you a beard stroker? I'm not, no, I'm not identical to that guy. Have you not seen any of my other movies? Oh yeah, you were Kylo Ren. It was Kylo Ren? Yeah. But I bet Kylo Ren's into weird sex stuff. Yeah. That was some emotional memory work I had to do. I'm not at liberty to say. What were the sex scenes like with uh, Lena Dunham? Hot. Yeah? Suck dick or die trying. Exactly. Yeah, they seem pretty steamy. Big, sandy bags of <laughs> smash around. <laughs> you like that? Wow. Big, sandy bags Four to smash around. cushion, they say. Okay. Nice. Well, look, man, we have no idea what happened to your car. We're nowhere near I'm a nice you, guy, geographically okay? speaking. Yeah. It, it is nice to talk to you, but... You know, and I'm really nice. worried that someone is giving out my phone number. That's actually kind of <laughs> You cool, are. <laughs> I'm worried myself for your soul. <laughs> okay, bud. In all seriousness, though, she's really nice. She's, she's a comedic genius, and she's really a smart 
The last or season was really good. I would recommend people check it out if you stop watching. I'm not trying to just turn the tables around on me and be a nice guy all of a sudden. <laughs> just seriously, like the stuff I said earlier was just dumb. I apologize. You had a turn in this call just like in the show. Right? You and who's army? Hey man, do you want to give us any spoilers about the new Star Wars that's coming out? Yeah, Mark Hamill's old. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. I play a pretty big role. Jerk, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well we're watching out for it, man. Thanks wow. for calling in, and I hope you find out who messed up your car. Me too, asshole. <laughs> you shouldn't have left your address on this. That's right, huge star Adam Driver with us on CNG in the morning. All right, wow, <laughs> huge call, almost Power as out. big as like God or Obama, but not quite. But it's up there. Those two have called the show. Um, well, that was a great first half we had right there when we come back riveting oh Kristen, well, let's talk let's hint on this real quick on, uh, oh, yeah. so Kristen well, we, went on some trips during summer as well uh yeah. where this was in thailand correct bali i went to bali <laughs> bali <laughs> and in bali uh so on the show we had a joke about uh how acdc it sounded like when they were live in concert like he's the lead singer said that he was drinking poop it sounded a lot like that. He was saying we're not drinking poop. Oh, he said we're not drinking poop. I'm sorry. There it is. One more time, Matt. One more time. We're not drinking poop. There you go. So we talked about that uh, at length on the show, and then yeah. Kristen found out that um, in Bali, they actually have a delicacy where they drink coffee that is, it's not actually coffee. Uh, these little critters eat, what are they again? What? Uh, I think they're called... Oh, I forget what the name of the animal is, but the, they basically eat coffee beans and shit them out, and then you drink that. You drink the coffee. shit. Yeah. So um, we're gonna we're gonna be and drinking some. some poop when we come back. Yeah. Kristen bought poop coffee <laughs> in Bali and brought it back to us. So we're gonna be giving that a try here on the second. Guys, Kristen, for all you OG CNG listeners, we finally are drinking poop. We are drinking poop. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. I ain't drinking poop. <laughs> and here comes Corey Hunter. Tory Hunter will be the first to tell you he had a very tough childhood growing up. His mom was an elementary school teacher and his father was a railroad worker. His name was Theotis. However, Theotis became a crack addict. In fact, his father disappeared for quite a while. Tory takes ball one and he disappeared with Tory's favorite jacket. And then one day, Tori got up in the morning and his dad was asleep on the couch and there was the jacket on the back of a chair. So he put the jacket on, he was so thrilled, and he went to school. And he wanted to answer a question and raised his right hand, shaking it, and falling out of the jacket was, what do you call it, a crack pipe? I guess that's what you'd call it. That's the first time he realized his father, well, you get the idea. Tori, with all of that, is just the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. The 1-1 one, one pitch, and that's in for a strike, one and two. Yeah, they're all gifted physically, but so many of them come from the back of beyond one way or another. And for Tory, his dad in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. The 1-2 one, pitch, see you later, in for strike three. Down goes Hunter. That would be the third strikeout for Dan Harron. And at the end of two and a half innings, a 1-1 tie. It's time for Dodger Baseball. 
was maybe not Vince Scully's finest moment, but definitely a funny one. <laughs> Listen, there are a lot of <laughs> a lot of time to fill in during some games, and so maybe you maybe if I can tell a terrible story about Tory Hunter's life. I was saying uh, my grandpa always said uh, one way or another. As he got older, he would always go one way or another. And, like Vince Scully did the exact same thing. My grandpa also got more racist as he got older, so. He's got a lot of uh, holes in his story there, though. The, the kid just has a crack pipe fall out of his jacket, and his dad is just from out of nowhere. He was wearing his dad's he was jacket. Wearing his dad's jacket. How does he find out these stories? They're so weird. <laughs> I really <laughs> don't know. Like, they seem made very up. Very specific nonsense stories. Uh, right. So I have a bunch of emails here, but we do have hot coffee. Mm. Uh, well, it's actually not quite coffee. It's actually poop. It's actually oh, just God. shit. So, Kristen, you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit yeah. more about this yeah, before so we this take is, a taste? Uh, Kopi Luwak, or civet coffee, refers to the coffee that includes part-digested coffee cherries eaten and defecated by the Asian palm civet. Okay, and so we also heard over the break that these animals are not treated very no, well, right? No, they're treated very, very poorly. Okay, well... That do they squeeze? Is it because they squeeze their shit out of them? I think they force feed coffee? them. I think it, they literally force feed them these cherries to like shit it out and tourists buy it, like uh, me. Okay, well, we have a bunch of hot poop juice here for everybody to <laughs> give a try to. So is uh, hey, uh, let's all raise a toast to uh, to uh, Matt. Writers over there, if you guys want to uh, participate in this segment and chime in, if you want to grab the mic from the hallway real quick, what, you're, you you're a, welcome to. You got poop on your hand? No, it's a uh, little bug. Oh, no. Oh, we, got, they got, we got all the... Win- <gasps> you flicked it right Don't get it in my shit coffee. Flicked it onto me, yeah. Nice flick. That was, uh, yeah, well, yeah, you guys can both go and get the mic <laughs> together. Uh, you just bring it over to the table, though, if you want right. to hang out and drink some coffee Has here. Has everybody started sipping the, I'm going to take shit. a sip right now. Nice yeah. I have to say, it looks, it looks and smells just like coffee. Yeah. It does not smell like shit. A little disappointing. You were hoping you were hoping that it was really shit. Well, just like if you're gonna drink poop, it's not bad, and it's it tastes pretty strong. It tastes exactly like coffee. I'm very disappointed. To yeah. Matt, drinking you know, shit for you, bud. Oh wow. Thank you. Yeah. What's up, Stefan? Well, I just gotta say, it, it could just be in a box. <laughs> like, there's no proof of. Like, the little yeah. nuggets that she was looking at on her yeah. phone look much different than the coffee. That well, it's have you guys ground tried it? up. Ours was already ground. Our, ours I have tried it. Yeah. Coffee. What do you think? Uh, it tastes like uh, coffee. Yeah. yeah. I think this might be fake. It might be fake. It's true. I think we're, we're not drinking poop we're right not now. Drinking poop, guys. You know, the great thing about coffee that may or may not be poop coffee is that it still tastes like coffee. And I love coffee. <laughs> Me too. Coffee too. And, and I love it so much that even if it tasted just a little like Duke, I would still drink it. Now, coffee makes you poop. Do you think this will make you poop harder or more? Harder. That's a great question. It tastes like strong. I mean, it tastes strong. Mm. Some, it, is, it is pretty so, strong. I'm not going to have any more. What happens if a civet, a palm civet, what happens if a palm civet drinks this coffee? Then oh, uh, what happens fuck. then? Then you'd want to catch that piss and... Turn it into tea? Drink, yeah. Have some tea. All right. Well, does anyone have anything to say about this other than it just tastes like coffee? (laughs) Well, everyone, let's monitor our buzz. Maybe it's a super intense high that we won't. I'll say that this was your idea when you heard I was going to Bali. You guys were like, oh, they have that uh, rat shit coffee over there. You should get some. I was really excited about it. Yeah, I just heard about it. It it was a week of being there. I completely forgot about it until I was in the airport leaving. And when I went to Bali, you guys told me to bring back an infant. 
Oh, <laughs> did you? And See, you you're not committed. Forgot to the about show. it till you were at the airport, and then you just grabbed one at the last second. <laughs> and that boy was Matt. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm gonna go through some emails here. This one says. Guys, gotta say, what's up with the food today from oh. BST? A big oh. step in time. Not so happy with the uh, spread. George bought Hawaiian. <laughs> it was a weird spread today. I mean, I appreciate you buying food. All right, I just need to hear that. I really do. But you bought crackers, Hawaiian rolls, and another carb, cookies. Yeah. Oh, now we're carb watching? Well, it's Jesus like, hey, Christ. maybe oh, oh. maybe get, get some like carrots. They're not expensive. Well, maybe you've Find your way over to Vons before the show, bro. In George's defense, the uh, twenty-four pack of chocolate chip cookies were two fifty from Vons. <laughs> he saw the price. <laughs> I gotta take the prices <laughs> off. Hey, here's the thing. I I'm got really genuinely rich. excited when I saw jalapeno Hawaiian bread, the King's jalapeno Hawaiian bread. I got really excited about that. So I thought these guys would enjoy it as well. Sorry, oh, Stephanie. All I right. Get your Pringles. Today. I'm in the middle of some emails here. This one says, "Matt, what's your favorite CNG moment from Craig in Sonoma, Washington?" Matt, uh, what do you think? Uh, probably when we had Dave on last week uh, talking about his uh, or last show. Oh, Matt's friend yeah. Dave came in and told all about his romance with by the, um, by the way, teachers up, with update kids. Update on that if you remember the last show. If you don't go back and listen, uh, he is now dating the woman with the, the child, and they are wow. in a happy wow. relationship. So. Wow, not a huge yeah. shock, but and so the, the other guys out of the picture. Yeah, he, he they were getting a, a separation. Oh my but god! He was at the Orange Street Fair uh, in full dad mode, and it was a pleasure to watch. <laughs> Oh, wow. Stroller. A happy ending. I thought for sure that was going to have a bad ending. They forgot the stroller, so he had to carry the baby. Oh, oh. oh wow. What a dad. Yep. All right. Great guy. <laughs> okay, this, this next one here says R.I.P. Matt from Chum. Points! Oh. <laughs> he points his own. Uh, you guys remember Chum Lee, uh, of course. Um, this is Instagram Pong still stars. getting. Uh, no, he actually, d- I think he disabled his Instagram because of all of the uh, accusations. All the C&G fans that were yeah. attacking his comments. Harassing this one him. says, you guys are firing Matt? Great. Who's going to piss their pants now from <laughs> Garrett in Minnesota? Oh, my God. Uh, That's cold-blooded Garrett. I think I recognize that font from Garrett, but uh, yeah. I forgot about that moment. That was a good one. That was a great one, too. <laughs> that was a great talk- one. Matt famously pissed his pants on the uh, Conan O'Brien show. <laughs> not a bit. In the audience. He was being interviewed. Oh, he was in the audience. He was not being interviewed or anything. What if you got called up? <laughs> what would you do? When do you get called up? I don't know. What if you, like, hey, who's. In the audience it? participation. Yeah, like, look the lights. You know? would, you, would you would have gone up? Dear CNG. <laughs> wow. This hypothetical situation is cracking yeah, up. This, this hypothetical situation that would never occur. It was already, like, so bad in real life. He had to pee, like, in behind a dumpster no, and people saw him. Partly on the, sh- the giveaway okay. shirt. The giveaway shirt that he got. He got a giveaway shirt. He caught one. Actually, now might be a good time to go ahead and give Matt his going away presents while we're uh, talking about Matt. Is it like underwear? Oh, shut up. No, Uh, you don't need underwear. Ooh, a nice penguin bag. What could that be? Maybe you should read the next email after I go. Uh, Yeah, this email says, Dear C&G, good riddance from Matt. Oh, God. That was actually written by Matt. All right, we got Matt a... Four pack of Perrier's. Wow, Perrier. What Matt, he was drinking the day that he peed his pants. You had too much Perrier before you went into the Conan show. <laughs> That's true. So it, was, it was a large bottle. It was. It I was. Keep up with you. George yep. was too I cheap chug. to buy a large bottle, so he got I, you some small ones. <laughs> doubling down on this joke. 
Uracom Max. There we go. Got him some Uracom Max, some pills that make you not have to pee as much. I actually, this could be really good. I, I, I about to say, I didn't even know they made those. Wait, that's that's got to be dangerous, pill. actually. What if you took those before you went to a concert? Then you could see the whole fucking story, concert. Another uh, embarrassing thing that happened to me this last weekend. Uh, I was for my cousin's wedding. I was in the wedding party, and we had a party bus up to the reception, oh. and there was no bathroom in the party bus. Oh. And it was up in Palos Verdes, which is like an hour plus drive. I had to pee in an empty champagne bottle in the corner of the party <laughs> bus because uh, I had to pee so bad. You just put wow. the hole on the. Damn. Uh, yeah. Okay. There was some pressure issues, but yeah, <laughs> it was hard. Yeah, those are yeah, not, not, not a big holes. Skinny penis. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the hole is not that big. Jeremy's hole is larger <laughs> than the hole of a Pellegrino or a champagne bottle. Everywhere. Uh, this one says, Dear listeners, for more of that great banner and chemistry, <laughs> listen to the new podcast, Andrew and Matt in the Evening. Oh. From Andrew and Matt. Oh, wow. Wow. Andrew and Matt had some good that's, chemistry. Like the, that's like when Hulk Hogan joined the NWO. Uh, this person says, I'm eating that burrito now from the guy that called the show for literally no reason. Nice. <laughs> the guy that, that was guy bad at improv. Back because, uh, you got what some, was that? He's an improv guy? He, he was bad at improv? No, but the burrito, burrito thing was what was interesting to me. Yeah. I thought the that we called him. That says, was the first weird thing. says, Matt is the best part of the show. From many people to Chris over the last couple years. <laughs> That's actually true. Many people have told me that you are the best part of the show, Matt. People love your drops, and you know you live and breathe gonna, uh, morning radio. So what are we gonna do without this guy? Our show is gonna be without its heart and soul. It's just gonna be me and a it's guy that can't talk into the some mic. God darn Frankenstein version of this show. This, are we gonna keep the drops? Yeah. Kristen's going to try to do it. tire them off? No. Okay. Well, we'll... Hang them up on the rafters. I mean, you know, Matt does it his way, so it's like... I mean, she's us find out how, Matt, how good Matt really was. Maybe he wasn't good. It's not that hard. <laughs> says, Matt, I'm definitely going to fuck Matt, up. I've been resenting Dodger baseball for 65 years. Get out while you can from Vince Scully. Oh, wow. wow. It's Closeted. time for Let's, Dodger he baseball. Resented, uh, oh, God, this is a long one. Okay. Uh... Dot, 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 it starts out with. Good sign. Which is very confusing because it's on two pages. In case you just cut my clip, just want to say, what is up with that old guy's shriek? He freaks the fuck out like a little bitch. I mean, poor kid must hate his pussy ass dad. I hope the dad never goes to another game. He should just stay his ass away from. The L.A. Coliseum, I mean, and then it just keeps going. But I'm assuming that's from Josh. Oh, And then uh, got one more here. It says, RSVP to George and Devin's wedding. Kristen plus one. She wants chicken and fish. Oh. Wow. Chicken and fish. Wow. Well, one for Alex. Is there going to be a plus one giveaway? Like, yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, so interesting thing about George and Devin's love life also that we found out. Stefan's been Stefan, I wanted to plug uh, Stefan's playlists. You can find him Mr. Stephosaurus on SoundCloud. He's been putting out some mixes that he's been making. They're really fucking good. Jams. Uh, Stefan has a great ear. He always plays music at parties. And he's he's been playing at the Mandrake. He's bringing his house party to the world now and to some fine establishments. Thank you very much. Yeah. What's the really journey really been cool, like yeah. for you the last few months? Really, really cool, yeah. It's been interesting. It's been sort of 
uh, eye-opening. Like, there's a lot more to learn, a lot more to do. But I will say that your playlist did a really good job because George and Devin put it on and then they started having sexy times like immediately afterward. Isn't that right, George? At least she gets pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Make make your grandma proud. George, isn't that right? We had a date night and uh, and Stefan's uh, playlist dropped and we we put it on and and the magic happened. You guys have been boning a little bit more recently since you started getting back in the gym? Is that true? (laughs) That's what I've been hearing. George is looking good. I would say that since I, I've been working out mathematically, there's been more. Because you haven't been doing shows, uh, but since the Orange County Fair, that was your worst day. That was the day that things changed, After right? After my birthday, uh, I asked my mom. She asked me what I wanted, and I, and I was like, I want this particular Raiders shirt. And, I was, and it was a, a large, and I, I couldn't put it on. He's never going to stop being the Jew. What, what did and you? Then I, and then I weighed myself after, and it was the highest I've ever seen. I love sports. So then I signed up yum. for the gym and been working out all summer. It's a summer of shape. Can you fit into that uh, Raiders jersey so you could look like a douche? <laughs> so yeah, that's I, I got an extra large actually. So <laughs> <laughs> I took it back. And yeah, I fit. So this is uh, Stefan's first playlist that he put out. Uh, what was going on right here when this? Do you remember this? Yep. You remember putting this on? Probably, and then, probably, did you know you were gonna have sex to it from the beginning, or? Yes, yes, we thought it'd be fun. Okay. We, right here is probably taking my socks off. Yeah. That's romantic. <laughs> so you start. Stephen, I don't. I disagree with you adding the grapefruiting noise right up the top. <laughs> and then, would you say this was like a long sesh or? Yeah. I, I dropped. I dropped like a C note on dinner, so it was long. I was feeling good. So this is about six minutes in. You remember what was going on here? I mean, not exactly. Oh. I remember just having a, having a ball, sucking and fucking. Come on. I mean, six minutes in. Was what do you? What's going on? Let's get six minutes in. in. It's just kissing and rubbing, shoulder rubbing. Maybe a little bit of that. A lot of foreplay. Nice. I'm right. getting uncomfortable. <laughs> That's good. You Go with it. You Go with that feeling. You've been uncomfortable this whole time. Did you imagine Stefan was there with you? Well, what is weird? Playing, playing d- a few times, <laughs> I was like, uh, "Oh, excellent choice, BST." <laughs> well, here, oh wow! And I was like, "Oh my god, did it skip? Oh my god, no!" Did you both start saying Stefan's name to no. each other? Oh, no. Stefan, no. great no. drop! Great job. Okay, so let's just say, like, right here. I don't remember reaching that song. No, no, but right here, really. Were you still going at this point? That was the. Uh, yep. Wow. This is 22 minutes in, dude. I'm fit now, bro. Damn. So, like... That was about it. Yeah. Right here? This is yeah, about I the end? I don't remember that. I don't recall that song. Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to get killed. So, are you going to... You were asleep. <laughs> 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 passed out. This is a dream. Oh, my God. I'm saying too much. Wow. Oh, okay, cool. Just wanted to check in and see exactly Great job, Stefan. I haven't listened to the new one yet. Maybe I'll save that for another date night. Ooh. Um, so we have our resident John Benet Ramsey expert here today, Jeremy, <laughs> whose dad we found out takes uh, owns many. He owns, <laughs> Let's he owns, go over he, this again. He, Famously, he's, he's a photojournalist. Cashed in on on the blood of John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> you get that's that's one way to put it. Uh, he. <laughs> Is a photojournalist, and he, yeah, he, he went down and covered the story in, when was it, 1996, and he ended up owning about 80% of the photos. I know which photos are hers, too, so when I see the magazine, I'm like, that's it. Oh, my it. God, which one? That's it. Uh, really one where rich. she has a 
big uh, cowboy hat. <gasps> There's one where she's very like, it's kind of a far away shot. And she's like sh straight. Um, like her shoulders are straight. She's like this little pink dress. I saw this one in the store today. That's that's not flowers. I don't think it could be. So you know a lot about John Bonet. So I don't so, know too much. I mean, I know you, your a dad's bit. still benefiting from the anniversary now that's coming up. Yeah, like he just got a uh, he just got a cover in like the Globe or something. He just got a cover. <laughs> yeah, covers pay covers Mom. pay the most. So and cover. Oh my God. So it sounds Stop. like these days people were basically saying it was the brother that did it. Well, well, that's like the, is that like the silly theory? No, it's no, not this the is the, the, the real theory. Thing that how people old, are how actually really the, buying into this. How old is the brother? He was ten years old at when it happened. I did CBS. That'd be crazy. CBS did a four-hour investigation about the case. They rebuilt the house, had forensic experts, FBI, all come in, and they put together a fantastic theory about how the kid did it. And it sounds very, very. I think true. I like something today that said they found another unidentified unidentified man's DNA on that, the underpants yeah, of John Benet Ramsey. That's that's horseshit. That's horseshit. Yep. That's like that's like someone who handled the underwear in a factory. Got they it. Found out. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but actually, I have. I think I have the theory. The cops knock at his door. He's like, "I just work at a." I think I have the theory that's gonna knock your guy's socks off, yeah. and that's that John Benet Ramsey is actually still alive. No. And has turned into Katy Perry. Oh, wow. This oh, is a conspiracy theory that is being propagated oh, on the internet. That's bullshit. That many people believe. And uh, this is, <laughs> is a clip of a guy That's talking stupid. about John this. That's stupid. Jaminet was way hotter than Katy Whoa. Perry. You Nobody don't think so. Jeremy did it. <laughs> no chomo. Hold on a second. No chomo. No chomo, no chomo Jeremy. Please. No chomo. So this guy's very serious. You gotta make sure you listen to the music that he puts in the background too. He gets he gets straight to the point. John Bonnet Ramsey was not murdered. That was all just a Masonic play. John Bonnet grew up to be Katy Perry. John Bonnet murder took place in Colorado, a known hotbed for Masonic activity such as the Dark Knight shootings, Columbine, Denver Airport murals, also now John Bonet Unsolved Murder Mystery. Let's start off with the smoking gun, probably the biggest clue that Katy Perry is John Bonet all grown up. It's an excerpt. Okay, I just want to point out, this is the best piece of evidence that he has coming up right here. The biggest piece. Do you know the Inception soundtrack? Oh, sorry, what was that? It's like the Interstellar music. Oh, is that the, that's the music <laughs> from Interstellar, yeah. Interstellar. <laughs> that's hilarious. Life of a firework. It was taken from an interview she did with the mail. She says, uh, if you scroll down to the middle you'll, you'll see where she says this not that i was one of those stage kids there was no john benet ramsey inside of me waiting to burst out there was no john benet ramsey inside of me waiting to burst out hmm. all right now why would she say that i mean i get it oh, oh. Yeah, this is <laughs> that's the guy's uh, evidence. No. That's, the, that's the voice. Um, no, why would she? Can we that? can we pull up a photo of uh, Katy Perry in a cowboy hat? See the similarities. For the <laughs> listeners, uh, yeah, that'd be for great. For ourselves, do you ever for you to have? Go for it for later. Um, also, so did you buy that, Jeremy? I mean, that guy sounds very convincing. 
Sounds like he's a smart guy. And Jeremy's theory is that the hotness uh, just yeah, I mean, purely that, does not hold up. Doesn't hold up. Okay, the hot, she was, was she was on track to be hotter hot. than Katy Perry is now. I is mean, what you're K- Katy Perry is a pretty pretty gal, but right. she's no Jonathan. She's not as hot yeah, as um, as a six year old little girl who helped put you through college. No chomo. No chomo. There we go. That's a very clear picture. Um, that's, that's so also, George, I. We were talking about the show, we're like, we're revamping, we're trying to get back into the swing of things, and you hadn't recorded anyone from your family in a while. Yeah, usually, I mean, when we started the show, I was catching people in traps, uh, just catching them saying some horrible (laughs) things. After a while, people knew what I was up to, and I I got less um, valuable audio for the show. But you got some good stuff from your Uncle Fredo. My Uncle Fredo, who's been begging me to uh, be on the simulcast for many, many months. Uh, He's called he, me. Uh, I met him one time, and the entire day he was telling me that uh, I was, like, your gay lover. I brought, you to, I brought Chris to a, a family event, and yes, and I, and I warned him, my Uncle Fredo's going to call you gay Gayness? about 30 times. And he and, did. And he did. Does he so do that to everyone? Or? No, just because George brought also Chris, Chris and he'd never seen Chris before. Yeah, uh. exactly. Chris kind of, you know, hey, come on. <laughs> This is Uncle Fredo. He doesn't look like Madison Bumgarner, okay? What was that? How come you haven't fucking put me on your simulcast, bitch? Uh, my simulcast? Simplecast? It's called a simplecast, right? Okay. Your uh, podcast. Your podcast. That's what it is. What's, what makes you so entertaining? Um, so far, the best part is that you don't know what uh, what a podcast is. No, I don't know what a podcast is. All right. I don't even know how to get on a computer. <laughs> All right. And I'm so, 57 years old. All right, so you're a caveman. Uh, I like digging in caves. What does that mean? A girl's bush, eh? Okay. All right. Yeah, that is good stuff. <laughs> and then he came back with this right afterward. What, what else did you want to say? It's all about me, baby. <laughs> like catchphrase? <laughs> That's my bitchest phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Rules. It's all about me, baby. <laughs> Dude is a savage. Okay, uh, Fredo is uh, he he is my uncle. He he lived with us for some time growing up. He uh, he was a big pervert. He's a sweet man, but he he takes his pants off at family events. He didn't take his pants off at the wedding this past weekend, thank God. But it's all about me, baby. No filter. He says anything. I was just to be a I'll, thing here. Yeah, let's make Fredo a regular on the show. Yeah, Maybe we can get him in the studio. Call in too. Yeah. Uh, do you, did you feel offended Live. by any of my uncle Fredo's sexist, perverted comments, uh, Kristen? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> okay. Because right. it's just obvious that he's not getting any of his money. That's what I think about when guys are perverts. It's like, well, you're just clear. You just can't get your mind he's, off he's, it, can he's, you? He's, and, what, three times? Yes, and it's important to note that that catchphrase wasn't his. He said it was his bitches. Yeah, okay. not his so, so his bitch. So he's saying his <laughs> bitch <laughs> says Don't even try to connect it's the all about Oh, wow. Me. Lines are lit up right now. Lines are lit up. I guess Fredo struck a chord with America. We're going to go out to some callers here. You might have more um, more ease figuring out the Katy Perry, John Bonet conspiracy than figuring out what Fredo is actually talking about. Hey, by the way, I... Uh, I uh, Searched on Facebook, John Benet Ramsey, and there's a shitload of people talking about John Benet Ramsey at all times. Oh, of course. Right now, she's it's really good. and I just she's, got she's a really, coming back in a big, big way. I got a good idea. It's the new OJ. You what's your idea? The new OJ. It's exactly. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Wait, no. What's up? I'll tell you later. It's it's for the show. 
Oh, okay. Okay. No chomo? Great. Let's, let's go out to some callers. You're on with Chris and George in the morning. Hello. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Wait, hold on, Fredo. We... I don't know if you're... Um, uh, go ahead. I didn't quite get you that time. Go ahead. It's all about me, baby. Yeah, it's me, Uncle Fredo. <laughs> hey, Fredo. Thanks for calling in, man. That was quick. Yeah, I've been listening to your uh, broadcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I got it, right? Uh, no, it's a podcast, but uh, it's kind of a broadcast, I guess. Mm. How's it going, Fredo? Oh, Any- pretty good. Just hanging out with my bitches. Yeah. Uh, Kristen doesn't think that you're actually getting any, Fredo. Yeah, yeah and, that's true. And, yeah. and you're married to our Aunt Karen. I hope that's, I hope hey, that's not true. Yeah, what's up? You should talk to Karen. She should tell you different. All right, put her on. Here she is. <laughs> oh, God. What's going on? <laughs> Karen? What up? <laughs> hey, Karen. Karen. Karen, is it all about you, baby? It's all about me, baby. <laughs> I thought so. Oh, <laughs> you know how I do. <laughs> clap, clap Karen, in the bedroom. You're not at all offended by all the stuff that Fredo says? He loves me, man. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's a very sweet lady. He's well, a romantic. It's all about her, baby. You know, I treat her right. Aw. Well, oh, hey, there you go, Fredo. That's nice, Fredo. How do you treat her right? It's all about me, baby, <laughs> in a sunshine tree like a bumblebee. Wow. <laughs> Karen. So crazy. Karen's got bars, yeah. You want to be a rapper like me? <laughs> the album drops uh, next week. <laughs> Karen, oh, are you guys using our, our simulcast to promote your new album, Karen? Yeah, we're making our own simulcast. Burning CDs and everything. <laughs> okay. We're going to boomerang this shit to the moon. Wow. All right. Okay. Full sort of Napster. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm to surprised. all the Martians on Mars and the Venians on Venus. Damn. These guys. Really it's cool. all about me, baby. <laughs> all well. about him, baby. <laughs> I think they're drunk. They might be they drunk. drunk. Yeah. You they're know me. This is what love you sounds like. Her. A bumblebee in the top <laughs> of a tree. Can we get a beat for these guys, Matt? We don't do beats. No. It's like a spoken word album. Hang on. We'll get you a beat. <laughs> Um, all right, Fredo. Well, Fredo, I do have one question. Yeah, shoot. Um, but is it all about you? It's all about me, baby. We've been over this, man. <laughs> no, sorry. Did you really believe that I was George's gay lover, or were you just trying to make me feel uncomfortable because I was being around your family for the Gayness? first time? Yeah, a little bit of both. <laughs> Thank you for being honest. I didn't think that was very nice, but we did get some good laughs out of that. Okay, Fredo, thank you for calling. Right, and maybe, uh, we're going to uh, go cut some more tracks. All right, we hope to it's hear more from Uncle Fredo baby. in the future. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to have him in here. Oh, yeah? It's all about Karen, too. She's about, a hoot. It's all about me, baby. <laughs> Hello, you're on with Chris and George in the morning. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Hey, you're on with Chris and George. I heard you guys uh, talking about some of the conspiracy theories between Jamini Ramsey and Katy Perry. Yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. far-fetched stuff. Yeah, pretty far-fetched to some, to some, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there are those out there that are willing to believe just about anything the mainstream media will tell them. I wouldn't include myself in that. I, I like to get different takes on stuff. Oh, I believe gee, in some conspiracies. Because I can drop some truth on you guys truth. if you need it. Sure. What truth you got, man? Tell the truth. Anybody see that documentary about dolphins? Uh, uh yeah, yeah. The, the Cove, yeah. The Cove. I, I have a question in regards to the John Bonet thing and, and what Jeremy was Wait, are you saying about. that wasn't real? or? Is I'm saying those dolphins used to be people. 
shit. Yeah. Let's t let's turn the clock back for a second. It's 1980. All right. The most watched presidential debate in history until this evening. What do you, what does that say? Ronald Reagan versus Jimmy Carter, the weakest president we've ever had, versus the strongest president we've ever had. Just like in the sea, the dolphins are the dominant species, but the crabs and the crustaceans live on the sea floor. <laughs> okay, so far we're fo I'm following, but I'm not seeing how this relates at all to dolphins changing into human beings. So bigwig political maverick Hillary Clinton comes out swinging, right? Just like a dolphin. Meanwhile, Donald Trump... Dolphins don't swing. My point is... <laughs> I'm really rich. Exactly. As soon as the dolphin gets caught in a net, it's the same story that we've been replaying since the, the Knights Templar. These guys... Okay. He's just making, he's making this up on the spot right here. Yeah. Almost. I can tell. Like I have to. Almost. <laughs> hey, how, like many, how many YouTube views do you get, sir? Currently? Currently. I've got 4.2 million. So wow. put that on your pipe and smoke it. But not a peace pipe like the Native Americans smoked. A different type of pipe. Oh, Jesus Christ. A pipe of the, a pipe of the Knights Templar. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? Hey, man, we got to move on. This is... Even probably worse than the Katy Perry, <laughs> John Bonet conspiracy. We failed to mention the about the <laughs> one thing about the the uh, the other conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. There was like thirty minutes long of that guy monotone. I think he could have gone for thirty minutes if we had been. I think keep so going. too. These guys can go. If you guys had just played some interstellar music in the background, then I think you would be pretty convinced. <laughs> That's true. He didn't have the music. You and, and, Kayla, you and Kayla should sitting team in the up. Oval Office come November seventh. I think someone's going to be pretty disappointed. Okay, thank you for calling, Conspiracy Guy. Much appreciated. Ciao, ciao, Nikita. <laughs> Chris and George of the Morning, uh, episode 44. We are back. Matt's leaving us. Email me, Chris and George in the Morning at gmail.com. Give we, me a call. We do want to remind everyone to you guys can still send us your farts. This is something that we sort of. Dropped recently, but send us your farts. <laughs> dropped recently, dropped like a like a year ago. <laughs> but we're still getting. We'll play your farts if you send them into your phone, record them, text them to Chris. Chris, that number again: eight one eight two nine two five zero four five. Also, if you'd like to steal my identity, social security number is five six <laughs> eight eight five zero one zero six. We will <laughs> talk about it on the show. Uh, you're Take on with Chris and George. Barrel. Hello. Uh, hi. Hey. I'm a. This is a. Tom Hanks. Oh my God, we have Tom Hanks. Wow, yeah. such a big fan. From the movies. Yeah, we know, <laughs> we know who you are. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I was just calling because I was I, I wanted to see if I could get my son. He's a rapper. Chet Hayes is yeah. your son, famous yeah. rapper. Chet Hanks. Is he famous? No, he's no. not famous. <laughs> he's not as famous as Colin. No, yeah, yeah. He's a strange kid who uses the N word. I hear. And we're uh, looking at his uh, songs on Spotify, weird. and they have nine thousand and three thousand plays. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, considering he's your son, that's terrible. If I was your son, I think our show would have nine thousand plays. We've become a platform for musicians to grow their music. Uh, 
Speaking of platforms, uh, I was wondering, could you put Chet's music on Steffi T's playlist so George can have sex to it? Hey, Steffi, what do you think about that? Would you consider some Chet Hayes uh, cuts for your, your next playlist? Probably not. It's uh, it's not really my the genre. This is Chet Hayes right here, yeah. What, what do you mean it's not your genre? Yeah, I don't. I don't really play music from this this last like couple decades. Steffi, I'll put you in one of my movies. How about that? Your acting career can go take off now. That's right, baby. I'm down. It's as easy as that. Well, let me listen to this first. Some are calling him the next K-Fed. Do you rap at all, Mr. Hanks? Uh, I, 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 I was I went up for that uh, eight mile movie. Oh, oh, wow. oh yeah, which guy? Yeah, uh, 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 M&M. Okay. Oh, I thought that was an autobiographical yeah, thing for yeah. M&M. Yeah. I uh, know. <laughs> no, I'll wait up. Interesting. What's that big song? Lose myself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now you only do movies where you're a captain. Yeah, only a captain. Captain Phillips, Captain Stoley, Captain Forrest Gump. <laughs> he was the captain of the football he, he, team. Yeah, he, maybe he, he, right. did fall, he did fall off a boat. Captain of the yeah, shrimping boat. boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the shrimping I boat. That one. Wow. Hey, captain Sully. You know, I used hey, to work captain at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Why well, get out of here? <laughs> yeah. Which which uh, branch? <laughs> which one? Branch? Uh, the one in uh, the Universal City Walk. Oh, that's my favorite one. Mm. I, uh, I, I, uh, I, 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 sometimes I come in there. Wow. That'd be a crazy thing to see you at, uh, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, Mr. Hanks. Yeah, you know, uh, you know what they say about, uh, uh working at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, don't you? Mm-mm. There, there, there's no crying in the restaurant business. No crying. <laughs> That's just a quote from That's... another one of your movies. <laughs> That's not no even a crying. quote from Forrest Gump. You were the captain of that baseball team. I was the captain of the baseball team in that movie about the baseball team with all the girls on it. Mm-hmm. Leak of their own, yeah. Coach, but yeah. You'd yeah. find Mr. Hanks in uh, theaters next summer, 2017, and the Captain Crunch biopic. Oh, nice. Everybody look points, out for that. Points. My upcoming movie. What do you think of that new show, Pitch? Pitch? It has a, a female pitcher. I... Uh, I... Uh, about a little bit unreal. Let's deck. Mm. <laughs> Why is that? I I just I I I don't, I, I, I don't think a, a, a female. Okay, girl. Mr. Hanks. <laughs> Thank you. For I would ask us. you about Sully, but I haven't seen it, unfortunately. The play lads in the river. <laughs> all right, Spoiler that just about sums it up. All right, I think I think that's all our callers. Is there one more? Can't see oh, the, the lights dim. It's turning off. If I there's one it's more, off. it's yeah. to come on hello? now. Oh, oh. Hello? hello. Hey. Hey, how are you guys? I'm sorry to bother you. I'm calling. I'm looking for a lost player of mine. Lost player. Have you guys seen any high school football players in there? No. Uh, we no. do not have. Looking. He's probably startled. He's come by. He's, he's looking. He's just. He. The boy just needs a hot meal and a place to lie down. Okay. I don't know. Oh, we have yeah, a few callers. I think my number is getting out there to the wrong people. Okay. 
Never mind. Hey, where did you get our number? Are you a listener of the show? Oh, I think you oh, cut gosh. out. Okay. Is that it? It's time for Dodger Oh, my Lord. It's Vin Scully. A legend in broadcasting. I, I was just listening this evening, and I wanted to call in. Wait, what was going on with that football player a second ago? <laughs> <laughs> Vin, was that? Or is this the same call? It's the same call. <laughs> oh well. Okay. Right. Oh okay. Right now, Vin's a confused old, old man. Uh, well, Vin, it's been so great uh, listening to you broadcast over the years. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to watch you for the last couple seasons because of Time Warner. But uh, we're gonna miss you. I, I just I appreciate that, and I'd just like to tell you that. Um, I was a little insulted with you the the playing of that Corey Hunter story. Oh, did, you didn't say that? I, I don't think that was me. <laughs> I think that was Charlie Steiner. No, that's definitely not Charlie Steiner. He has a very different voice than that. Well, Vin- Charlie Steiner also calls games, but he doesn't tell any stories. It could have been Rick Monday. It was not Rick Monday or Charlie Steiner. Or Oral Hershiser. Nope. Well, while we have you here, Vin, uh, it was a really beautiful thing you did the other night. It was kind of weird, but it was also it was also beautiful. Uh, you pre-recorded yourself singing the song "Wind Beneath My Wings," and you played it for the fans, and you had them listen to the song with you while you were on the field, and everybody started cheering you on. And people loved it. It wasn't corny at all. Oh no, I didn't think so. So I wanted to uh, go out because Matt, you've been the the wind beneath my wings for the last um, two years here on the show. Certainly not George. <laughs> Are you done? Are you <laughs> so I wanted to play uh, Vin singing Wind Beneath My Wings uh, on the way so we can see Matt out uh, for one last time. I have two one less person oh, to bail out Matt. Uh, so uh, this is uh, Wind Beneath My Wings by Vin Scully. Thanks so much for tuning in to Chris and George 44. We'll be back next week. See you later. Would win the game ten to nothing. There'd be no tension, and it would be a nice, easy day. Because I have a very, very small, modest contribution on my last day. I have always felt that you folks in the stands have been far, far important to me. You have given me enthusiasm. You have given me. Believe me when I tell you, I've needed you far more than you needed me. Anyway, I wanted to try and express my appreciation to all the players, God bless them, and to all you folks here in the ballpark. It's a very, very modest thing. I sang this for my wife. It was a loving gesture. You know the song, The Wind Beneath My Wing. And that's what you are. You're the wing beneath the team's wing. You're the team beneath my wing. So I know it's modest. I know it's an amateur. Do you mind listening?